Hi, I'm Heidi Bragg, and this is Life, Cancer, Etc. The goal of this podcast is to connect you with resources that will improve your life so you can be happier, more resilient, and less stressed. Okay, so it's the week before Christmas, and things are busy, as they always are. And in addition to that, I've got a PET scan on Monday morning. If you've ever had cancer or you've helped somebody who has, you know that that time before scans can be super, super stressful. And um, it's just, it's interesting kind of the process I've been through over the last few years, learning to live with the uncertainty that comes with having cancer and having to manage things over years and years and years and years. Now, in this particular episode, I'm going to talk about my faith in God and my answers I've gotten to prayer. And if that's something that you are uncomfortable with or that's not something you're interested in, feel free to, you know, skip over this episode. But I think that even if you are an atheist or if you're agnostic or whatever, I think there still might be nuggets of wisdom, so to speak, or bits of knowledge that might be helpful. Okay, so because of the kind of cancer I had, sarcoma in my heart, this is cancer number two. Sarcoma is super aggressive. It usually comes back within six to eight months. And so I get a PET scan every quarter to monitor metabolic activity, to make sure there isn't anything of concern. And numerous times there have been areas of concern and anomalies, weird things that have come up. And so you sit here doing this waiting game. And sometimes you're waiting till the next scan, or sometimes you're just waiting until you get the results of this scan. And it's kind of, um, you can get on this hamster wheel of anxiety if you don't learn to live with not knowing all the answers. And that's something that really irritates the heck out of me. I'm a planner. I like to have a plan. I like to follow the plan. I like to move forward and know that if I do X, Y, and Z, that I'm going to get the result I want. And if anything, cancer is an exercise in patience and going with the flow and learning to pivot and be flexible with your health and with life in general. So I'm thinking about all this stuff this week, and it's ironic because I was cleaning some stuff out of my Dropbox, which, oh my gosh, I've thrown everything into Dropbox because I don't want to lose any photos or lose any family Christmas letters or anything like that. But it's just, it's a disaster. So I'm trying to get all that organized. And I came across this thing that I wrote about a year ago, which is just really, really interesting to me because I'm right back in the same place in so many ways. So for today, I'm going to read you what I wrote last year and then sum up with a few just a few ideas about the holidays. So this is from October of 2019. It's five o'clock on a Friday and the 813 area code is a dead giveaway. Miss Bragg, is now a good time to talk about your scans? 
Dr. B, my sarcoma specialist, is younger than me, tall, and bright, with a subtle ironic wit. He tells me that my latest scans are indeterminate, meaning they show something that's unclear as to whether or not it's a recurrence or a metastasis of cancer. Basically, there are two areas of concern, one in my heart and one in my ribs. The one in my ribs I'm not concerned about. After I read the radiologist report from my PET scan last week, I spoke with Dr. B's nurse, Holly, and asked her if the area described was near the bra line on my right side. When I went back to Oregon for work meetings weeks ago, I pulled pectoral muscles while schlepping my bags through various airports. I guess my upper body was still vulnerable after all the trauma it had experienced during and after open-heart surgery. Since I'd pulled the heavier bag with my left side on the trip out, I switched to the right for the way back, which had really screwed up that side. Then, just as I was healing, I walked our bigger dog, who's delightful but a spaz when he walks. He always pulls on the leash, and I ended up re-injuring that right side. So it makes sense that the pet picked up on increased activity in that area, since I'm still rebuilding muscle and other tissue. When I told Dr. B that the injury is healing and so much better, he said he wouldn't expect it to be improving if it were cancer. So good news on that front. The mass in my heart is different. It first showed up in a cardiac MRI we did about a month ago. When Dr. B got the radiologist report, he wanted to see the whole scan for himself. Then he took it to two other radiologists he works with closely and trusts, and they looked through everything again. The mass didn't react with contrast and hadn't fired on my last PET scan, which is good. Cancerous tumors usually react to contrast and show up on PET scans because of the increased metabolic activity. Cancer cells grow quickly. Though he hates giving percentages, he told me that they all thought this was most likely a blood clot. So he put me on blood thinners and said we'd reevaluate in a month after another cardiac MRI. Fast forward to now. Okay, side note, this is again October of 2019. The cardiac MRI I did this week shows the same mass in the same place, and it's exactly the same. No changes, no reduction in size like you'd expect to see at this point with a blood clot, but no growth like you'd expect to see with cancer. Is it possible that this is still a clot that just hasn't started breaking up yet? Sure, but it's not super likely. The next hypothesis is that this is scar tissue from my open heart surgery in May of last year. My first cardiac MRI was last June. That would have been June 2018. A few weeks after surgery, and it was eight months before I had the second one that showed the mass. Plenty of time for scar tissue to develop. Could it be a recurrence? Sure, but again, the tumor would most likely be reacting with contrast, visibly growing and showing up on PET scans. So the plan is to rescan everything in a month and see where we stand. Dr. B pointed out that we already have a plan in place if there's a recurrence. I asked about whether we should go ahead and start immunotherapy, and he told me that even with both of these indeterminate areas, the rib area and the one in my heart, it still may be a coin toss as to whether this is cancer or not. Therefore, it wouldn't make sense to start immunotherapy at this point. However, Dr. B is going to go ahead and work on getting the immunotherapy approved by my insurance so that just in case this is the cancer get it coming back, we can start treatment immediately after the rescans. I reminded him that our family's going to Italy in June, and he said we could schedule my immunotherapy infusions around our trip if needed. I've decided to take the no news is good news approach where this tumor is concerned. At this point, it's not growing, which is great. It's not affecting my cardiac function, which is also great. Now, I'm working on figuring out how to not stress about it so I can go ahead and live my life. That's been the topic of much study and prayer, and it probably won't be something I'll perfect in this life. 
but I'm working on it day by day and appreciating the moments of peace and joy I come across. For those of you who don't know, I'm a planner. Oh, this is really ironic. I'm a planner. I like to arrange things in such a way that they have the most likelihood of success, they're, that they're as simple as possible for me and the people around me, and so that I can relax and enjoy myself rather than having to deal with a lot of unexpected issues on the fly. Cancer blows planning out of the water a lot of the time. When I was frustrated about playing Wheel of Symptoms a few weeks ago and praying about how to deal with things, I had this thought come into my head. Heidi, you're not going to have certainty. And living with uncertainty is a skill I obviously need to develop better. In all honesty, none of us have certainty. We could get into a car accident tomorrow, lose our jobs, or develop health problems. I think we know that on some level, but at least for me, it's not as in-your-face as the uncertainty cancer forces you to deal with. I'm really working on moving through this time of blatant, stark uncertainty with joy and grace and gratitude. It's really hard sometimes, and this is one of those times. But I'm choosing to move forward with faith. With hope. Hope that this is simply scar tissue in my heart. Hope that I can live a long and happy life. Hope that I've got more to contribute to the world. I'm working every day to get stronger and do better. Living with a history of cancer can be exhausting, but at some point, and actually at many times during the day, you have to remind yourself that you're still here and that you've got more to do. Then you just have to do it. So, okay, that's a year ago, right? And in many ways, I'm back in the same situation. That thing in my heart turned out to be what they think is a, it's called like a sanguinous cyst. So a cyst that's filled with blood inside my atrium. Basically, the cow tissue, the bovine patch that they put on my heart after they took out the tumor and the tissue around it, didn't like being radiated. So it it made this cyst. Um, Angela, my friend Angela, calls it a a heart zit, which is really appealing. But um, that's kind of what it is. And it's been basically stable. And in fact, my PET scan in September, I'm sorry, my cardiac MRI in September, early October showed that it had actually decreased in size, which is great. So now there's this other area they're concerned about. And this is the third or fourth time this has happened over the last couple of years. And I'm having to learn as much as it's really hard for me to not have a plan and not have, you know, concrete facts to deal with. I'm having to learn how to trust God, let go, do the best I can, and then just try to wait as peacefully as possible until we have more information. That's not, I don't know if it's easy for some people, but it's certainly, it's not easy for me. But here's the deal. If I stress all the time, does that make my life any better? No. Does it make life better for anybody around me? No. And does it materially change my health, my prognosis, or anything like that? Nope. So while it's still something I'm trying to develop, I really am working on finding the moments of happiness and peace I can wherever I can find them and trying not to, as my husband says, pre-stress about stuff that's completely out of my control and may not even end up being an issue. We'll see. So if you're having a hard time right now and you're 
kind of in limbo, which is how I feel like I am, just know that you're not alone and that there's a God in heaven who loves all of us. All of us, whether we believe in him or not. And especially this time of year, I'm really grateful that God, our Heavenly Father, was willing to send Jesus Christ to this earth to take upon him all of our pains and our sins and our mistakes and our frustrations and for him to experience all that as a human being and then sacrifice himself for us so that we can go back and live with God again. I'm grateful for so many good people in my life. And I think about, you know, I can't imagine what it would be like to be living in a refugee camp or not be able to put food on the table for my children because I'd lost my job or have lost a loved one to COVID this past year. I can't even imagine that. My difficulties and my frustrations are really, really small by comparison. And so we've tried to find ways we could reach out to other people this year, um, whether it was, you know, people who'd lost their home in a wildfire or giving money to the food bank or, you know, anything you can do to make life better for somebody else makes our world in general a better place for all of us. So this week before Christmas, will you do me a favor? Will you look around and find some way, at least once, that you can make life a little better for somebody in your sphere of influence. And also, as you're going through the week, please look for the good, count your blessings, and make it a really, really great week leading up to Christmas. Christmas.